Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Douse and Freddie Revis. Holy smokes. Holy smokes, guys. Last yeah. day of humidity. High fives all around. Yeah, a lot of people are pretty happy about this, uh, <sighs> this heat wave uh, going away. I am not one of those people. I love the heat wave. It's been very good for my hot peppers. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's another solo pod for me. Kevin is... Uh, in the throes of uh, law school. It's true, yeah. But, you know, he's getting smarter so he can come back and he can, like, correct the shit out of me. He's going to be very Matlock when he yeah. comes back. Very Matlockian. How, how are you doing, buddy? You uh, happy about that Leafs uh, preseason win? You know what? I try not to think too much about the preseason, which I think a lot of, you know, NBA fans don't as well. But mm-hmm. uh, it's good to see that, like, we're just such a better team than we've ever been. It's <laughs> It's good. But I'm going to avoid all the uh, talks about them, you know, having no backbone about the White House. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll, uh, we'll, can we get into that a little yeah, bit later? We'll, we'll get to some White House stuff. Disgusting. Um, we got an awesome guest. Uh, he's a super funny guy. Uh, I've seen him perform a bunch of times, and he's amazing. He's also good at fantasy sports, which matters to me. Oh, yeah, It does me. matter to yeah. me. Um, if you're at home, please go crazy with your yoga stretches or whatever you're doing for Graham K. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. Wow. <laughs> I have a feeling there was like another 45 minutes of that song. What the, what the hell was that? <laughs> it was called Android Sock Hop. Cool. You know, like when that's what uh, when droids go to sock hops in the future when like dance halls, I guess that's what they'll be. Nice. So when you asked Graham seven or eight, that was number seven. That was number seven. Yeah. Yeah. They asked me if it was if I. She goes, pick number seven and eight, and I chose seven, and that means that I get the android sock hop. <laughs> yeah. Great. Now I feel like I don't want to know, but Graham, what do you think eight was? Was it just like another version of sock hop that was pretty similar, or like something like wildly different? Bing Crosby for sure. <laughs> oh, it is Bing Crosby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice guess. <laughs> Man, Bing. Uh, <laughs> I got like the second one better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. When well, you when you said seven, I'm like, oh, he picked the shitty one in my head. <laughs> Why would you like like? Hey, I honored his choice. I honored his choice. He wanted seven. I gave him seven. But no, I think <laughs> I think Graham touched on something, and that that said, um, Bing Crosby has nothing but bangers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did touch on that. You're right. <laughs> Um, how you doing, man? You're coming to us from, uh, from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, my, my, uh, right. I go to Brooklyn a couple times a year now cause, uh, my girlfriend's brother lives there, but, uh, oh my God. yeah, every time I go to the States though, or, or I, 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 sorry, like more specifically, anytime I go to New York, I'm always there with people who know New York way more than me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. my sense of direction there is just terrible. And I've been there, I've probably been to New York, like, 11 times 12 times like that's a lot mm-hmm. for me like i don't travel a lot it is yeah um so wait where are you in brooklyn even though i just said i well, won't you, know you just told me you won't know i know uh, <laughs> i'm in uh 
Greenpoint slash Williamsburg. I, I'm I'm on the oh. border there. I, okay, I do so I'm know. Like, that... I'm, I'm 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 walking around the background of the the hit HBO show Girls. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. okay, I hear you. <laughs> I do know that Williamsburg is close to uh, Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Yes, it is. I am. I'm a. Uh, I have to walk to the L train about ten minutes. Right, but then it's 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 a it's like literally a two minute, one minute subway ride. You know, yeah, that's <clears throat> that, that's a good spot. Like basically the big being, city, the big I, city. I only know New York from the movie Ghostbusters too. Yeah, so yeah, I think it's really cool that yeah. the Statue of Liberty can walk down the street like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool stuff. Um, yeah, well, they have there's... wide wide boulevards, avenues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Ghostbusters too, eh? Yeah. Why am I forgetting what happens? Oh, you know Don't what? Don't you remember when they like spray the inside of the Statue of Liberty with ooze and then it walks right down the street? Yeah. And they, they, they use the Statue of Liberty to break into the museum. It's, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty it's pretty clever shit. <laughs> and the, it's like a shitty Nintendo gamepad is what they're using to control it. <laughs> Okay. You don't of, remember that? You don't remember that? Brad? I'm like kind of remembering. I oh, think man. I think that's one of those like classic movies that I only watch like once. Well, I don't know think... about classic. Well, I mean, I, I mean, like you know, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like, f- famous I think it's movies. classic. I, you know what? I do like Ghostbusters too. Everybody, lay off. I hey, they're both they're both fantastic. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even. Thank you, Graham. I appreciate everybody it. Everybody, lay off. <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm not enemy number one here. I you know, I probably saw it as a kid, loved it, but you know, I didn't go back to it. Um, oh, it's okay. Anyways, I feel like a piece <laughs> of shit. But uh, yeah, let's let's get going on basketball. Uh, media day was yesterday, and a bunch of stuff happened. Um, but did uh, you see LeBron James's muscles? I did. Oh what my are they, god, are they bigger than ever? Oh my fucking god, they look just yeah. so perfect. Yeah, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, oh like they're not like bowling ball big. They're see, just kind of like everything yeah. seems like properly proportioned. Yeah, he's like rubbing mm-hmm. cortisone cream on his biceps. Oh yeah, he's like yeah. a he's like a balding god. <laughs> yeah, he is a balding god. Yeah. He'd be like a really really buff Greek statue. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I know they're plugs. all pretty like, buff. Why does but... a Greek statue have a big scar on it on the back of its head? <laughs> yeah, that's right from the that's from the cameraman. Wait, remember when he like? No, it's not. Oh, it's not. It's not from the camera. No, oh. it's because he got hair plugs. So what they do is they grab they. <gasps> Graft oh. hair from the back of your head, and they put it on the front of your head. Is that right, real? Oh, wow. Yeah, because I, I knew that, the LeBron yeah. like jokes <laughs> or whatever, but I just thought that he's rich. He had some like ex- like expensive, amazing looking type of like toupee or something. <laughs> so wait, <laughs> so no, he, he, he had a surgery. Plugs. He got very expensive oh, hair yeah. plugs, and during the procedure, that's why he had the headband that was so big. It was like two headbands. <laughs> I remember, like a, yeah. That, it was like a neck warmer. He wore like a a, a neck warmer on his a, on his head. Wow. <laughs> and you wonder what's funny? He doesn't look bad going bald. No. And like, I'm not one of those people who who thinks everyone looks good when they go bald. Some yeah. people like, yeah. they look pretty sure. rough. Frazier looked good. Frazier. Oh yeah. Fra- Frazier had a <laughs> fuck. Frazier was like literally a, like a planet all his own, man. Fra- yeah. Kelsey Grammer yeah. was going bonkers. That haircut. Um. I remember my mom told my dad, who's who's also bald, was like, "You should grow it out like Fraser. He looks great." <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I, oh. I so I, I had like big brothers growing up. Like me and my brothers all yeah. had like we're in the Big Brothers Foundation, and mm-hmm. um, my second big brother, first big brother, was like, 
uh, him and his wife had a baby and they stopped calling me, which is like pretty, oh pretty sad God. when you think about it. But I was such a punk. <laughs> I was such a punk, right? So I was like, whatever, who cares, man? His loss. Um, no, but my second big brother had like, he was balding, but he had like this nasty comb over with like five super long hairs. And like, you know, they're always blowing in the wind or whatever. And I remember my mom one time was like, just saying to me, like, you know, if, if you like, she, she was like, if, if someone's going bald like that, they should just shave their head. Mm-hmm. And as like a, like trying to be, trying to be kind of like, um, subtle 12 or 13 year old. Yeah. When he took me go-karting, I was like, you know, if I was ever going bald, I think I'd just like shave my head. And he kind of like squared <laughs> me up and like looked at me and was like, I really like my hair, Freddie. <laughs> And I was like totally caught. I was like, <laughs> just like shit. He saw through that for sure. You have a kid, you're out of the picture. Yeah. Anyways, Bob, if you're listening, yeah. Hope you shaved your head. They <laughs> fucking look nasty, man. Um, but seriously, thanks for taking the time to be my big brother. <laughs> um, oh, what a oh, good I guy. I love it. I love the start of this uh, one. This is great. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh Let's get going here. I'm, uh, you know. Where are we uh, going, Raptors? Yeah, we're going Raptors first. Nice. Now we're in the Raptors Raptors room. Music? What the hell is that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We have musicians in studio. You are correct. Oh. Um. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. I won't be too yeah. morning radio yeah, handy. Yeah, hey, you see on the hey everybody, welcome. <laughs> um. Okay, Graham. I'm gonna start you off with a uh, a tough one. I think. Okay. Dwayne Casey. Yes. Will this be the year that Dwayne Casey gets fired? Ooh, very. Possible. I think he'll get fired in the off season. I think it's going to be a ho hum season. They're going to finish second or third in the East, and then they're going to lose in the first round because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And then you know they're probably going to finish fourth, to be honest. And then, um, then he'll get fired because we're bored. And he, you know, he just the offense is. Pretty stagnant. Yeah. No, I, I I think like Masai doesn't seem like a guy who would fire someone mid season. Like I just think he's not that and he just doesn't it doesn't seem to operate like that. But I think this is this is kind of the big test for Casey because you know our all our role players are young guys. We have like no proven veterans besides like our starting five. And if uh yeah, if we have another if we have like a, another like pretty good regular season and pretty ugly looking playoffs. Yeah. I think that's it for Casey. Yeah, I, I just think that it's it's gonna take like a really like a string of losing ten straight for him to get fired. And I think he is too good of a coach for that to happen. Agreed. And I think our roster is like a bit too solid, especially in you know, in the Eastern Conference that's like crumbling. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't think it's crumbling. I think it's better than it's been in a decade. Oh really? Maybe not a decade, but five Six years, yeah. I mean, you look at uh, Milwaukee is awesome. Uh, That's, yeah, for sure. Uh, DC is good. Uh, friggin' Boston is really, really good all of a sudden. 
And obviously, and the Cavs are arguably better than they were last year. It, it, it's like, actually, you have like three, four teams plus the Raptors that are good. That hasn't been the case in a long time. Yeah, it's true. I, I mean, I actually thought that uh, last year... Was... Milwaukee is awesome. Oh, yeah. Mi- Mi- Milwaukee like... is way better than the Raptors. Watching that Milwaukee Raptors playoff series was nuts. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like, it just blew my mind in so many ways. Like, one, Giannis is going to be, like, a top 10 player basically from here on out. Yep. Um, two, the audacity of Jason Kidd to play Thonmaker and just totally surprise everyone on the Raptors coaching staff. Like, that's what being, yeah. a, that's what being a coach that takes risks like that's what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm super high on Milwaukee. I think it's going to be interesting how they, you know, integrate Jabari Parker and kind of like how they work out there. But yeah, I'm 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 really high in Milwaukee. I think uh, Miami's going to be pretty good. Charlotte could have kind of a bounce back here. But I think I guess the reason I say crumbling is that's you know it's probably an overstatement. But the reason I say that is just because. It it seems like any relevant or, or or the majority of the relevant stars are getting traded from the east to the west, mm-hmm. um, and you it's know crazy. I'm I'm gonna get to this later, but I think when we're looking at like all stars in the eastern Com- eastern and western conference, you're probably gonna have like twenty to I don't know maybe twenty five deserving all-stars in the West and you're going to have like eight or nine in the East. Mm-hmm. And, that is true. And I'm sure you'll, but yeah, but I, th- I think you bring up a good point where it's like, it is about culture and like, you know, Malcolm Brogdon, he's not, a, he's not an all-star and Thon, he's not an all-star, but these are people that are going to make like this. They fit into what Milwaukee's doing and Milwaukee's going to be a relevant team. I think they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs and they're going to be tough for any Western conference team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe a team they have, like Minnesota they have a, or Denver a, will, you know, they have a good. better player. They have the best. If, if Toronto meets Milwaukee in the playoffs, they have the best player, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's going to be by a bigger margin series, than it was. Unless you're Carmelo playing for New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Do you think that Casey has to adapt his like the ISO ball stuff? I read an article that was saying like, it has to adapt or die. They have to move on from it. Well, the problem is, is I think what he's what I'm reading about about him is he's like we're gonna just we just I like he's like he's like I realize what what our player strengths are and that's ISO ball and it's like you know they they can't that's the way they play that's the players he has so yeah. I don't know like if Dwayne Casey gets fired it's not because I really believe it's not because of um, you know, necessarily his shortcomings is because that well, that's what he's got. It's what he's got to work with. So those guys are not they're not going to be flinging it around. No one can shoot threes, mm. yeah. For Kyle, well, it's like uh, three point shooters are, are Kyle's. Kyle, and we added CJ. You can shoot the three. Ibaka can yeah. shoot the three, and then after that, we yeah. don't have any more average three point shooters. Yeah. I think Van Vliet can kind of shoot the three, but you know, he's someone who's like, yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. Yeah, but I mean, up until this point, he's I mean, been. Like he's very third. close to playing in Israel. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. That's the best way to put it. I was gonna say D League, but yeah, he's a bit better than like he's someone who's like a bit too good for the D League and like should be you know making money and having a career in Israel or like on some really competitive, awesome European team. Um, Yeah. But uh, okay, so my next question, which I feel like uh, you kind of answered, is: uh, Will the Raptors win the division? And my guess is you're thinking that's Boston. So, so that's yeah, a, that, is that an easy no for you so. or what? I, I, I love them too. I love the Raptors. I'm a big Raptors fan. They make my life happier when they are doing well. Totally. Me too, and man. And <laughs> they're by far my favorite team. But I, I just and – and, 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 and also, I like what they've done. I honestly like what they've done. I like that they kept the, they kept the band together. Yeah, I like that they didn't, they didn't tank. I think tanking is, is stupid when you have this amount of good players. Because totally. you never know what could happen. It also you, takes you a know, long time You never time know when, when, when LeBron's, you know, he's like, whatever, 34, 33. You never know. He might tear an Achilles. And then look what it, then we could win the Eastern Conference. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, it's just that simple. Yeah. Um, I actually think, you know, I'm wondering how much of a homer pick this is. But I think the Raptors are going to win the, win the division. The, I, I think okay. why I'm there is because I feel like with Ibaka, Lowry, and DeRozan, we're going to have a solid start. And I think yeah. Kyrie is going to have a massive year. But I think it's going to be a while for him and Gordon Hayward to kind of work it out. I think Horford's going to take a step back. And I think that expecting anything out of Tatum is too much. And Jalen Brown, who I really like, I think he is um, you know, going to have like an okay sophomore year. I don't think he's going to do something to – I don't think he's going to, like, increase their win total. But with that said, I think Brad Stevens, uh, as much as I kind of, like, rip on him as being, like, overrated, I do think he's super smart and really, really crafty. And he's going to use guys like Smart and, um, you know, Tatum and Brown and, and these, these other guys they got uh, in, in the best possible way. And I think by the, like I think that's a team you absolutely won't want to play in the playoffs because they're going to have it figured out by then, and just yeah. be. I think I think they're honestly the biggest threat to the Cleveland Cavaliers, um, even though For I don't sure. really think anyone is because I because I didn't really say anything when you were talking about Cleveland being better than they were last year, but I totally agree with that. I think Crowder is like the perfect LeBron James guy. He's that perfect, like, yeah. plays defense. He'll hit an open three. Um, you know, it does suck that Isaiah Thomas is going to be injured for a long time. But once he comes yeah. back, LeBron is just going to be like, don't worry, man. I'm the point guard. You're wicked at threes, aren't you? Okay, cool. Just chill, and I'll get you a three. Or they'll play Isaiah Thomas in the back, uh, as backup point guard. I think, I think Cleveland is fine to make another, you know, relatively easy run to the, uh, the finals. But, yeah. Um, uh, to say what you want about like whether Isaiah or Kyrie or you know who won that trade, mm-hmm. I think it's fifty fifty. But I also but but Cleveland is way deeper than last year. They have a bench, like a really good bench. You know. Yeah, and like I, I know I know you look at like oh my god they have Derrick Rose and Jose Calderon and Isaiah Thomas, but it's like you know that's just not the same when you also have LeBron. You know what I mean? Like that, whoever that person is, they're going to touch the ball way less, be expected to do way less. You know, Kevin Love can clearly put up some numbers. Tristan Thompson's still there. And again, I honestly think Crowder is going to have this insane year where, put it this way, I think Crowder is going to look way better as a Cavalier than he looked as a Celtic. And I think he looked wicked as a Celtic. 
He had a, he had an off year last year though. Yeah, he did. But I think he we're did. all remembering Trey Crowder from two years ago, but he, he kind of I, I think so too. And I think trailing that, off the last uh, half of the past year apparently. Yeah, and I think even though he has like good defensive numbers, a big part of that is like he played a lot of minutes without Isaiah Thomas because like. I don't know if you remember, but a bunch of people were like NBA players were upset. They thought that Avery Bradley was a snub for making all, all T, uh, all, all first team defense, which I didn't think. I didn't mm-hmm. think that he was like worthy to be there, but he still was one of these guys that was like always covering the other team's best player, mm-hmm. like from a guard right. situation, and he was always playing with Isaiah Thomas. So his defensive numbers were kind of like not as good as they actually should have been. Uh-huh. But um, yeah. Covering two people. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Cool. So, so you're you're saying Celtics for the division. I'm saying Raptors. Um, <laughs> we shall see. And I'm uh, saying Brooklyn. Whoa! Oh. This guy's nuts. Damari <laughs> Carroll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Good choice for sure. <laughs> now, Matt, let me just give you a quick follow-up question. Okay, <laughs> can you name one Brooklyn front court player? Yes. Who? Um, front court player. Front, front court so player. Damari Carroll is not one of. Doesn't them. count. It oh, doesn't count. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other one. If you can, I'll be so impressed. Really? Yes. Because <laughs> because their team has no front court players that people know. Um, I have no idea. Exactly. Yeah. How, how about you, Graham? Can you name a Brooklyn front court player? Didn't they just trade whatever his name was? The white guy. Zeller. Yeah, they have Zeller. Oh. No, sorry, they have Mozgov, is, is what I was saying. Moz- they yeah. have Mozgov, okay. They got Mozgov, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like crazy bad. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay, just a couple more Raptors questions here. Um, uh-huh. DeMar DeRozan, can he add the three this year? Is this the beginning <sighs> of him adding the three? And I'm, and, okay, like. No, he's 28 years old. Yeah, he's so pretty, he's pretty old. Practice shooting threes. What's that? He's had so many years to practice shooting threes. He's yeah. like twenty-eight or whatever he is. You know. Yeah, I think for okay, like uh, there's a part of me where where I think like maybe he handles the ball more, and when he runs the pick and roll, people give him space, so he starts taking them more. And by yeah. the all-star game, his percentage is like starts to climb. And like by the end of the year, he's maybe a bit below average three. That's like my optimistic take. Mm-hmm. My other take is, yeah, he's 28. Um, he's can't change that much. And how long, like, I think for him to add the three, he'd have to play with like Rick Carlisle. He'd have to play with someone who's like, this is what you do. This is what I expect from you. And right. I think Casey is one of those guys who just like, uh, I don't know, just do what it takes to win. And I think DeRozan and Lowry are also like that. So they're going to end up doing what they do that gets some wins. Does it mean that he, like, because he doesn't in the NBA, like he's never really excelled at hitting three-pointers at all in his career, or even like playing in college or anything like that? Was Was he always just... To my of, knowledge, no. He's a yeah. one-year college player, and yeah. he was one of those guys that was just too athletic for college. Mm-hmm. So I think was just like headed to the NBA because yeah. I think yeah, he was he was ninth overall uh, from us, and and he came in like extremely raw. Yeah. So. Well, say he does. Say he he starts knocking two a game. Where does yeah. that move him up in the rankings with the other star players? Is it like does he rocket? Up, you know, uh, I like, think he jumps up quite a bit. Yeah. Like, uh, Sports Illustrated this year had him at 39. Do you think that's fair, Graham? 36. Like, 
Oh, 36. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, Slam had him at like 20th or something. Yeah, I see like... A, 25th me, or something. Me and, I think uh, that's more accurate. I, think, me, I can't remember if it's 25th or 20th, but I think that whatever that, it was more accurate. Yeah, I see. I, I, I agree with Slam because me and Alan Shane Lewis, we went over players um, that we thought were... Uh, I, we we played a game, um, yay, nay, or cray. And cray was if it's just stupid that this person was ahead of DeRozan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yay, nay. And uh, we got through like 10 players pretty easily yeah. where I really didn't feel like a homer. I, I was just... A lot they, of crays. There were a lot of crays. There were yeah. a couple people on Sports <laughs> Illustrated that like, even if you explore how they enhance your team as a role player, it's just, it didn't really add up. I think... Mm-hmm. I, no, I, I do think that it was it was it was all 100 percent him playing in Canada, and them never seeing him. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, I, know, I think it's always been the players will tell you that he's got the best footwork in the NBA. I I listened to uh, uh, Durant on um, on Bill Simmons, Bill yeah. Simmons's podcast, and he was like, "I went and worked with DeRozan because he's got the best footwork in the NBA. Like he's he's really good. He's he, and he's also here's." I think he's at his prime and he's not going to get any better. And I think mm-hmm. Lowry is going to have a drop off year. I think so too. Well, I mean, uh, I, the, the Lowry's drop off year. Oh, and I wanted to bring this up when uh, when we were talking about Casey. And I think if there's anywhere that Casey can really improve, it's uh, minutes management and making sure. sure that Lowry. This is the first year. Un- it would be the first year under Casey that Lowry would not be in the top ten in minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think that Lowry doesn't have the fitness to play top ten. In minutes, I think he's uh, too small. He's not athletic, and he is a skill player that we, he, yeah, he, we just have to bring his minutes down if we want to have top top level Lowry in the playoffs. And he just needs to come totally. out like Embiid said, and he's like, "I am not playing eighty two games." You know, let us, you know, be, let's be honest. Let's not wear him out. Just, uh, just aim for like seventy five at the most for for Lowry. Yeah, man. Like, like you know, I don't even like. He doesn't, he doesn't even have to like not play back to backs. Just yeah. do a little Spursy thing, where like you know they started managing Tony Parker's minutes before he ever like was injured and and getting old. They just mm-hmm. knew it was coming. Yeah. It's like there's yep. there's science, man. There's there's uh all these teams they have um these uh these these metrics now where they measure when a player's fatigue level means that they're nearing like a potential injury and the teams really? like actually use this stuff. So I think the Raptors need to be one of those teams. Um, <laughs> the Raptors were like, put them in more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> put them in more. Um, okay. Yeah. So moving on to kind of the last Raptors thing, which we, we kind of touched a little bit here or we touched on a little bit here was, um, I, I'm going to go through uh, most of the players on the roster, the most of the relevant players, and I want you to say whether you think they're going to regress or not. So okay. uh, we we just touched on Lowry. I think both yeah. me and you think he's going to regress. Like he has to, right? Yeah, not 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 a lot. Yeah, like he's I not going to fall off a cliff. Injuries are going to catch up to him. He's going to just you know. I think he's going to get hurt again. I think he's you know. Yeah. It's just. He had his best year are behind him. And DeRozan, you say he's going to stay the same? The same. I think he's going to be awesome again this year. I think he's going to be slightly more efficient this year, and his assist numbers are going to climb a little bit. Great. That's me being, like opti- that. that's me being optimistic. I hope you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's possible, and I hope you're right. 
All right, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about uh, what about uh, let's, let's the big fella? Go to the big fella. Yeah, JV. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what, what what about JV Graham? Is he gonna have a better season than he did last year? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lord no. no. Lord no. You're gonna get ten and eight. Ten and ten. Yeah. You know, same baloney doesn't play late. There's just no room for him in today's NDA, unfortunately. Always got the wrong coach. I think he's just on I really feel sorry for him. I really feel like if he played in two thousand and five, he'd be like a you know, a fifteen and ten, twelve and eighteen type guy. Oh yeah. I I, I mean yeah, I think he's as far as like Casey not being able to like change things up, I think JV is the biggest victim to that. And now we have uh, you know Abaka who people think should be playing at the center more, and I, I tend to agree with yeah. that. Um, and we got uh, some interesting prospects behind JV. Um, in in the his presser for for media day, he was saying that he's added the three, but he's not going to like go away from what he does. Mm-hmm. But JV th- has added the three. JV has said he's added the three. Oh, yeah. No way. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, he's I a good shooter. Him shooting a free throw properly. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he has a good. He shoots. He has a good percentage from free throw. But like, no, he does. He's decent. He's a, he's a he's a good player. I he just I'm just upset with him because he never really worked out. Like he doesn't exercise or something. Like his arms are so tiny. I agree, and and I feel it like bothers me. I feel like it's been two, maybe three years now. Where you're kind of expecting him to get better at pick and roll defense, which is like the majority of defense in the NBA. Yeah. And and you know, actually, uh, in his presser, he was saying the right things. I think he's gonna try, but I feel like as far as him making a big improvement, it's it's I don't like he's so young. He's like 25, so you don't want to so you don't want to say it's like it's too late. <clears throat> but True. I think the way people think about players, you know, sometimes people just they're out on you after a while. And I think that when people are out on you, they stop kind of giving you the benefit of the doubt and you are who you are. And, you know, and I think, I think that's where he is. So I'm unfortunately going to agree with you and I'm going to say he's a regression. Do you, do you think he, do you think he'd have better numbers on a different team with a different coach? Uh, see, that's even tough. Like two years ago, pop. everybody plays better with pop. Well, you know, <laughs> two, two years ago, I would be like, yes, of course. He, if he goes to another team, they'll recognize his value, yada, yada, yada. But now I think he's learned a bunch of bad habits. Yeah. He's played with people who don't like passing him the ball his whole career. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that, yeah, like you know he I, and i also think yeah the league's changed in like there's been all these external factors working against him plus his own you know internal like i guess lack of like maniacal drive cuz i think everyone in the nba probably works out but mm-hmm. i think some of the guys in the nba the best ones are like insane mm-hmm. you know i mean just look at serge ibaka's arms then look at his arms yeah, I know Serge Ibaka is a different body and everything, and but like it's like, dude. <laughs> and also, out. also like curls. Even why like, are your arms the same? Why are you the same <laughs> arms as me? I'm a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's hilarious. Yeah, well, even like someone, someone like Jokic, who's not that muscular, but it's like you watch him. This guy's making crazy passes. Like, I don't yeah, know. It's like James skilled. Yeah, look it's at like, Martin Gortat. He's got big. Are he's a big white? Gortat is got gigantic jacked. muscles. <laughs> yeah, he works out. 
Oh man, Gortat looks like he's like, Gortat looks like he's like the most buff nurse in the world. <laughs> yeah. Know what I mean? Like it's like he's like you're right about to go into surgery and then he's just like putting on his gloves. It's like hands rip through his gloves. And the doctor's yeah. like, pass me that. And he's just like, man, I need bigger gloves. I'm fucking jacked. Okay. Yeah. Um I cannot pass you the scalpel. Yeah. Or he just like <laughs> terrifying. He's really tall too, right? Oh yeah. He's <laughs> He man, you, need, like honestly, I need more chill. You run into him surgery, in a haunted house at the CNE, <laughs> buddy. You're scared. Yeah. Oh, man. You're scared as hell. Yeah, he's, um, he's not a handsome man. No, I know. Uh, I I yeah. met Rasha Nasterovich once in the storage unit. <laughs> Just speaking of unhandsome <laughs> yeah. men, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I was just yeah. like uh, Rasha. He's like, yes. Did you take a peek in his locker? Hello. Um, no, he was on the loading dock. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was with his wife. I don't want to... Uh, I did say, uh, Rosho. And he was like, yes, hello. And then I was like, eh, fair enough. That's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> okay, just, uh, we'll, 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 I'll pick a couple more players, uh, at random here. Um, Norm Powell. Ooh, I like him. Uh... I think a minor up uptick. I don't ever see him being uh, uh, like a starter, mm-hmm. but he's he's good. He's a good he's a good bench player. He's really good. I I agree. I, I feel think, like yeah. No, I was gonna Go say uh, like just I was gonna agree with you on minor uptick. But sorry, what, what were you saying about Norm? No, I was gonna just say I I I think that Delon Wright is the is the guy that could be a starter in this league from from like the bench, the backcourt, you know. Yeah, well, Delon is one of those guys where let's forget about Bruno for a sec because because but I think Delon is one of those guys that has like the tools. The reason I said yeah. forget about Bruno is because like he looks like he has the the length and the tools and all that kind of stuff too. But Delon is like that. Besides the shooting, which is troublesome, he has he has the, like he's six five, and he's like athletic and really good on defense and really good at passing. So who knows whether he could add the add the shot or not? But he already has like some pretty serious kind of like backup point guard tools, and um, yeah, I think he could play in that two guard lineup with Lowry more than anyone else we have. Where he could be our point guard and Lowry could be that shooter that yeah. that, that Casey loves to use with whether it was with Joseph or Vasquez or whatever. Um but yeah, I, just I worry just, about Powell's Powell's uh uh bow leggedness. Like did he like did he have like 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 polio or something? Like what's going on there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh do, my god. Do, do, does he <laughs> does he have uh polio? No, no I I've never <laughs> seen him. that. Does Norman Powell have polio? <laughs> um his 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 bow legs are like crazy. It's really? Like, I, I don't even know how he wears pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I've never noticed that about about Norm to be honest. Uh, it's, but, no. but but my big thing with Norm is I feel like he's going to get better as a basketball player, but also he's no longer like a league secret. So they're going to be like, go ahead, shoot it. You're not a good three-point shooter. Go ahead, do this. Or all you want to do is drive to the basket. Fine. We'll we'll back you up or we'll back up and give you space. So that's what happens when you get better in the NBA is you have to kind of make adjustments. So I think he's going to improve in the sense where he'll just be like, 
he'll, he'll, he'll play 25 minutes a game or 20 minutes a game as opposed to some nights not play. Yeah, totally. Um, I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick one more player here. I'm just gonna say that it is a thing on the internet. People are like, it is his his legs look unnaturally bent. Oh, does this wow. have any impact on his knee health? Like someone's asking. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, thanks for bringing yeah, it up, Graham. Wow. So yeah, he does have a man. We got some yeah. we got his some serious shit going on. His body. <laughs> oh my god, his super muscular body is disgusting. Um, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Flying through the sky, muscular body. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want that. Yeah, yeah. That's the last thing I want. Enough's enough. Nope. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't look like me. Yeah. Um, let me let me pick one more guy. Uh, I'm gonna pick Jakob Pertl. Good one. Uh, I was hoping you were gonna pick him. Honestly, yeah. I was. I love this guy. He's awesome. He just he's another guy who needs to work out. Buddy, like throwing a bicep curl. Just <laughs> yeah. Work out. Work out. So, awesome. do you think do you think he could he could get buffer if he did one bicep curl a day? <laughs> just I, yes, that's hundred percent more. Than like he's right doing now. none. Yeah, it's a start. He, he looks like he looks like a black and white picture of like the the nineteen fifties NBA where they wore belts. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! Speaking of like nineteen fifties from the belt era of the NBA, <laughs> I am excited to have OG play for us and rock that the short shorts like who in the nba oh, yeah. rocks the short shorts like he's coming in being like that's my thing yeah <laughs> so uh og and anubis are he's our rookie who's kind of injured awesome yeah short shorts. Um, i was gonna i was saying i was saying like there is um there it's only a matter of time before short shorts come back they're already above the knee yeah shorts are already back above the knee mm-hmm. oh and yeah and they're coming back because dudes are wearing like Give me your pants, you know. It's like the, the long shorts are a holdover from the '90s when everyone was wearing like, like parachutes for pants. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Madrobes. Ma- yeah. Well, and that's the whole like. If you look at the players in the '90s, like their legs were like toothpick legs. Yeah. And every player now has like just like jacked thunder thighs. Yeah. And. Wait, thunder! Oh, thunder thighs! Is, I feel like that's a lot good. of sports, though. Like, yeah, just know. know the 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 the, the you they're, know they're so yeah the the workout science or whatever they're eating, it's better. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think that they they had like muscular legs in the eighties and stuff. But if you look at Larry think, Bird's legs, they look like mine. Yeah, <laughs> know what I mean? Like Larry Bird, and apparently, like they would like smoke. Yeah, they would, like like Larry Bird oh, would like yeah. they'd, like smoke and drink. Yeah. It's like Guy Lafleur and like Montreal Canadiens used to smoke on the bench. I guess in a sense, maybe that gives them more power in a weird way. Sergey Fedorov used to smoke in between periods. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Why does that not surprise me with Fedorov? It's crazy. Yeah. That was my NHL '93 team. It was Detroit. Oh God! I remember Dino Cicerelli, Fedorov, Nice, uh, Iserman, Lidstrom. Yeah. It was the best. Lidstrom, I don't know. Was he Mer- there back Merrily then? Merrily when he, when he came into the league, he used to smoke a pack of cigarettes a day, and he couldn't what? do the minimum bench press, so they're going to send him back to the minors. Then he scored eight goals in his first pre- his first uh, scrimmage. And they're like, yeah, Messier? Them. I love when there's <laughs> players like that. Uh... That's insane. Wait, was it Messier or Merrily Lemieux? Lemieux. Lemieux. Oh, Lemieux. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> wow. Wait, did he get lung cancer? No, he got non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh, okay. So probably not from smoking. No. Well, anyways, on that note, on a cancer note, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's let's uh, let's move on to some NBA stuff. 
Okay. So Graham, this, 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 yeah, I know. Our <laughs> musical breaks are pretty fucking meaningless, but we liked them a lot. Me and Matt basically just stare at each yeah. other. Yeah. That one made sense. The other ones were ever insane. <laughs> hey, if you call Matt insane, like he's going to start. Computer music. He's, he's going to like music made by computers for other computers. <laughs> it is really. Yeah. Aren't computers yeah. making their own movies these days? Oh, they're making their own music. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Heard it's, that insane Beatles song. It's nuts. Yeah, I heard that. It came out like a year ago, right? That's yeah. weird. That was weird. Daddy's Car. Was it called it's Daddy's called Car? Daddy's Car, yeah. That's especially weird. <laughs> Daddy's Car. Daddy. You know what I mean? Who came out with that car? Um, with, that, with that song? It was like made by like... AI. Uh, com- yeah, by AI. It's Yeah, look it up. It's oh. super weird. Yeah, especially the daddy's car part. That's really sinking in right now. That's weird. Daddy's car. What the f- um, okay. So uh, the OKC uh, New York Knicks trade. Um, you know, there's not even that much to say about it really in my mind. It's just kind of like a sad story about like, you know, a mellow being relevant and then New York kind of slowly declining and then they have to trade, you know, he they have the no trade clause, so they can't really trade him to anyone. Phil Jackson takes away his trade value, all this kind of stuff. But wh- what I think is interesting is what does mellow have left? So I'm sure you've heard like hoodie mellow, Olympic mellow. My question is, A, do you think that's real? Like, do you think the fact that he's been good in the Olympics can actually mean anything on a team like OKC? And my, like, the second part of that question is, can Melo be a part of, forgetting about Golden State for a second, can Melo be a part of a team that does really well in the playoffs? Yes. I think he's a very good player. I think he's got a lot left. I think he was on a garbage team. I, I think that everything about the New York Knicks was garbage from top to bottom. Um, and he had no help and he wasn't motivated and he was broken and the, the team didn't want him there. And how, how, even if, if you're trying to be a professional, how well can you perform in anything you do if nobody wants you there? And the sort of atmosphere in New York City right now is everyone loves Melo and they're happy for him that he left. No, everyone's like everyone thinks that it's good for both sides and i i tend to agree i think it's good for new york that he's gone and it's good for him that he's there and i'm i'd be very excited if i was okc because um you know they have they have a shot they have probably a one out of ten chance of beating uh the uh, the warriors so what's their what, really recap their starting lineup now with Melo in it because he laughed at the thought of him being on the bench, so he's obviously got to start. Oh, he's starting for yeah. sure. Um, he's starting. I would say yeah. it's probably Russ, Westbrook. Um, George. Yeah, so Westbrook, George, Anthony, and then Adams for yeah. sure. And my guess would be Roberson. Yeah. Um, so maybe that means Paul George starts at the two. Yeah. Melo plays the three slash four. Okay. And Roberson plays the three slash four. Um, hmm. You know, maybe Patterson's in there instead of Roberson for oh, more yeah, shooting Pat, Pat, or something. Yeah. No, he's off um, the bench. Sure. But but yeah, I I uh 
I tend to agree with everything you just said, Graham. <clears throat> I think it's exciting to be an OKC fan. Like, how how could you be not how could you not be into this idea where it's like, okay, you're trying to make Russell Westbrook sign the con- the extension. Hopefully, he does. In the meantime. Yeah. Why not go for it? You get George. Oh, my God. We're, like, more relevant. Now you get Anthony. It's like, if I was an OKC fan that just lost Durant, mm-hmm. I'd be like, this is the best. Like, my team. Yeah, totally. We're the smallest market in the NBA. Everyone's waiting for us to suck so they can move us away from Oklahoma City because they're, you know, like, maybe shouldn't be an NBA team there. Yeah. But it's like, it, I don't know. It's it's just awesome. Like, uh, I think if you're an NBA fan, this is the type of thing you want to happen in the offseason, and this is what you want your franchise to do. What you – I mean, again, this is just my personal opinion, but, like, I don't think you want your NBA team to be like, oh, my God, I think that Golden State might be good for four years, so that's when I'll try and be good for. Mm-hmm. It's like, give me a break. That's yeah. so boring, and I, I totally agree with what you said earlier, Graham, about – um. The Raptors and LeBron and, you know, an Achilles tear or even not an Achilles tear, even maybe just, I don't know, some fatigue or or Tristan Thompson or like, or we figure something out or I I don't know. Things happen. We're not figuring anything out. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We're, not, we're not for sure not out. figuring out. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. We should. We don't even need to show up for, for the season. We know who we know who, who's going to be in the final. Yeah, but it's it's at least finally there's a chance that the other teams out there might beat them. The tide is starting to to, to turn. This is the beginning. Yeah, think, and and, I, and I don't know. I it's, it's we're in a tough spot. It's like how exciting how excited can we get for the season realistically? It was more exciting a couple of years ago when we were just complete garbage and all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, we're, we might win a, a, a series. Totally. I, and I, just I, getting to the final four was, was exciting. And, and now it's like, we've already done that. It's like, okay, if you know you're going to lose and you've already done it, it's less exciting. So, Yeah. I, I, I think if you're, you, you don't know. if you're a Raptors fan and you want, you want to get excited, I think you have you know another team that's probably going to approach 50 wins and you're hoping that uh we're going to see some development from one of our you know five or six interesting young guys um we we, have, is, we do have a lot of interesting young guys that's yeah, one really great I, thing and and and, and guys that are going to be forced to get minutes as opposed to yeah. like in previous years Casey always had guys like Tucker or or Vasquez or Lou Williams or or whomever or or Carroll like guys who, you know, based on their contract and the fact that they were a vet, he just believes they should play. Oh, you know, whether whether it's Chuck Hayes or whomever. Like, sorry, I, I shouldn't speak ill of Chuck Hayes on this podcast. It's, Don't ever. It's Matt Duncan's favorite player. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, he really is his favorite player. Um, but uh, well, Chuck Hayes, the guy with the giant butt. Huge, giant butt. everything, yeah. Huge, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's the human cheeseburger. He looks like he could eat a burger in one bite. Any burger, any restaurant. It and, looked like the elastic band around his uh, shorts were were at maximum. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. For sure. like, there was no ruffles left. And, 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 and he he was so strong and yeah. big that yeah. he's one of those guys who was like six five, six six, oh. who could easily play center. Yeah. <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah, Just absolutely. because it's like move him. Go ahead. Go ahead. And move yeah. him out of the way. You can't? Yeah. Okay. So he gets the rebound. People are trying to like run like like run around him and they'd have to run really far around. Exactly. Like a long wide berth. Yeah. No, he him. he had it figured out. 
Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, moving on here, but kind of sticking with OKC a little bit. Who do you think is going to have a better season? Um, I guess I guess you can include the playoffs, but you know it's it's tough because so much changes by the time a team gets to the playoffs. But uh, if you had to place a bet, who's gonna who's gonna? No, you know what? Let's forget about the playoffs. Who's gonna have a better or more winning record in in the NBA this year? Houston or OKC? Ooh, uh, Houston. I think. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, yeah. I, th- I, just, I thought I, that would maybe I, I, be a I tougher very, question. Very intriguing what they've done there. Very intriguing. Yeah, and I, I think like where I think Billy Donovan for OKC kind of has to. Last year was just the the Westbrook and whoever can play defense show, which was awesome and fun to watch, but it wasn't very mm-hmm. effective, and or it wasn't very as you know wasn't the most conducive thing to winning basketball. And now he has three stars. It's not like you know. Boston Celtics when they got Allen Pierce and uh, and Garnett, but in a sense it is like okay, these are your three guys, and you have Adams and Roberson and Patterson, and then that's basically it. I think they have like Raymond Felton. I don't know. Um, yeah. So they're really gonna have to like have a system with these three guys that works. So they're I, a legit big three though. They're a very legit amazing. big three. Like, and I think. The fact that, you, like, Melo, the first time that he's not the best player on a team, he's now the third best. I mean, how yeah. do you not make that trade? That's amazing. Um, That's amazing. What's going to happen in San Antonio? Oh, I'm so glad you asked, because I was about to ask you, do you think that the OKC, uh, who's better OKC or Houston question, is that disrespectful to the Spurs? Are the Spurs like, what the hell, we're number two. We're always number two. What are you, what are you thinking? Even, actually, sorry, it was Houston think- last year, but... I, I think they're I think they're going to finish fourth this year. I really do. I know, I, and like, that sucks. I, but I I, I, I keep I love thinking them. like they're the sp- me too. I love their whole cast, but they're done. I think um, I'm having a brain fart right, right now. What's what's the the big guy that they got a few years ago from uh, Portland? What's his name? La, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, yeah, he's been a big bust. You know, totally too bad. He yeah. he's like a prime example of like, you know, the Spurs generally make every single player better, except you know, not everyone. Yeah, not him. Well, um, I think I think it's he's, it's 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 one of the, it's an example of uh, the NBA changing. I think when he was at, when he was at his most dominant, it was the very trail end of a big man being able to operate like that. Yeah, he was, he was and, a king of long I think twos. That Pop knows how the NBA is going and and can't let him do that anymore. Totally. And I think like, you know, I'm like, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts where they're like, oh my God, what are the Spurs going to do? They lost Dwayne Deadmond. And I'm like, um, I, it's not that guy can't block some shots or uh, who, who's it? They, they, they lost another guy, who, like a swingman they had who was like decent. I forget his name. Oh, J- Jonathan Simmons, who again, you know, projects to be, I think, I think what's tough with like, analytics being a big part of the conversation these days. It's like everything is based on where we think players will be because of their potential efficiency, Mm -hmm. which is like, it's kind of just a flawed way to think about people and the way athletes grow because, you know, some player like could get cut off on the highway and then just be like, yeah, you're going to cut me off. I'm going to dunk on someone's brain tonight. (laughs) 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't know. Or, you, <laughs> totally. you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I just feel like there's so much going on that, like, uh, like yeah, there's so many, there's so many factors to make a basketball player good. Um, sorry, I kind of went away from the conversation there. But, um, yeah, no, the Spurs, you know, they got Danny Green a year older, Kawhi like a year older in a good way. Um, but, uh, yeah, again, LaMarcus Aldridge is not really working out. Pau Gasol, probably too old. Lee, too old. Tony Parker is like... I don't know. I feel like he's almost done. Ginobili's almost done. Say so he's two months ahead of it, schedule for his injury, though. Tony Parker. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. But he, but he, I mean, he's thirty-five. I yeah. thought. Yeah, I'm, I thought Ginobili was going to retire. Me too. I I thought he. I, I actually like in in like I remember watching. I, I tried to watch the last Spurs game to be like, "Bye, Ginobili. I love you." You know. <laughs> and, yeah. And and, and totally. His, me too. Like, you know, he was one of my he's, – he's such an awesome, cool, interesting player. Um, I mean, I think he can still play, but I, I think at this point – He dunked on somebody in the playoffs. He did, and he also blocked James Harden to, like, win the series. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is like, how the hell does this guy – but but again, though. He, <laughs> he's got a big ball spot. He's, he's yeah. This guy was like a, a Friar Tuck patch to dunk on anybody. <laughs> yeah. Since Clyde Drexler. Oh, man. I was listening to a podcast a while ago, and someone was like, I don't get the Ginobili thing. And I, I just wanted to be like, you know, it, it was a recorded podcast, so I couldn't call in. <laughs> but I did want to say to that guy, like, you don't get basketball. Yeah. <laughs> if you, like, totally are like, I don't know about Ginobili, it's like, well, then I don't know what to say to you, because this guy smacked a bat out of the air, and, like... Yeah. And, and chose before, way before it was, like, in vogue to not start so that his team could win. Yeah. And it did help. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, like, this guy is just... And also, like, any, anytime a player invents moves, yeah. like the Euro step, that's because of Ginobili. So, uh, I don't know. Sorry. Well, I think Vladi Dibach might have something to say well, about yeah, that. Well, fa- yeah, fa- fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> but, like... Vladi yeah. um, Dibach was just taking four walks, and everyone was like, all right. Yeah, everyone's like, Vladi's cool, man. What are we going to do? <laughs> Um, <laughs> if you're too cool, you get away with some stuff. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Matt wanted uh, me to ask this question. Uh, we were talking before the uh, before we started recording. Um, is this is it kind of being overcovered, or is Kevin Durant losing it a bit this off season? Oh, it's overcovered. It's he's overcovered. Fine. I mean, he's whatever. I think he's putting himself in a tough spot. You know, I think he's like learning what he can and can't get away with on yeah. social media. I don't think he's losing it at all. I, I just think it's like, like you know dumb shit I say throughout the day. So same here. I just constantly <laughs> am saying stupid shit. Yeah. I can't imagine being asked my opinion all day and it being recorded and like not, not like, yeah, screwing up totally. Like, I, I, I probably if I was famous, like there's like five things I said on this podcast that would that would bite me in the ass. Oh, oh my god, yeah. Like the fact that I record this podcast, like I should be in jail. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm sure I said something where someone's like, "Put this guy in like solitary confinement." Um, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not solitary Whoa. confinement, but um, no. It, it, it is funny that we like are willing to like scrutinize to that level. And I, th- I also think there's something to be said about like spite. Like when you're an NBA player and you're at the, like the highest 
level of, of you could possibly be. And the yep. only thing people can say against you, like people will never look at Lowry and DeRozan and be like, never won a championship. Like they're not even that good. Like when you are like, like you have to be like Barkley level or Durant level right. or like Chris right. Paul level. And that's right. when people start being like, you never won a championship. Yeah. And I think yep. Durant won a championship and he's being a little baby about it. I think he's just wants to rub it in every single person's face. And I, I honestly don't blame him. Mm-hmm. Like a, a part of me is like, man, you're so good. And you've been so good that when you won, you just want to like, you just want to show off. And yeah. I don't think that's that bad of a thing. Like, I think if Chris Paul won a championship, he would do like 2,000 interviews that summer. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think, do you really think that like any of those players in the 80s, like Magic Johnson, when they like, when he was just hated Larry Bird's guts, would have like got, not gotten in trouble if there was Twitter and everything? All, like, oh, like yeah. Oh, yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Like, he'd be screwed. Oh, man. Michael Jordan. He also, he also yeah. would have got caught cheating on his wife a bunch. <laughs> for sure well man i mean like we, we, when we talk about twitter and stuff i'm like i can't imagine michael jordan on twitter because if like yeah. people like heard what this guy actually thought yeah they'd be like we hate you you're you're yeah. you're a bastard oh man like but the they right just saw his the like right time he would have been he would have been the worst yeah exactly yeah, that's so funny and and because even now once a year it comes out it's like oh michael jordan said he scores 70 points a game in today's nba i'm like no you wouldn't michael jordan um <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I think I think the scrutiny is pretty insane, especially as far as Twitter goes. Um, and it's funny how we how we do this because, like, yeah, he never gets caught for that Durant, where he like makes that fake account and responds to fans. If he never got caught for that, like, I, I, well, I forgot what I was reading, but it was like something on David Bowie, where yeah. where it's like, oh. Did you know that David Bowie would have like a like a pseudonym um, named Sailor, and he'd go on like fan chat rooms, <laughs> and he'd like slay people who criticized him, and it's like and th- and it, the whole thing was like how cool it was. Yeah. So my and then Durant right. does this, and it's like, well, he got caught. That's he's why. Got, yeah, he's got caught. <laughs> he got like caught. if Durant like retired and was like, yeah, like my whole like on my whole career, I like argued with fans. People <laughs> yeah. would be like sick. Well, it just it shows totally, that there's, so true. He, there's no way it's he's the only one. funny that he did that. I mean, I would do that, wouldn't you? Like, <laughs> I would yeah. totally do that. Time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, so many of the things that people criticize players for were like, oh, I can't believe he did that. It's like, I can't believe LeBron left Cleveland to go to Miami. It's like, well, yeah. It's a, it's a lesson yeah. to us all, too. Before you <laughs> report and block porn bots, maybe they're an NBA all-star. Yeah. You never yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's all like take a moment of silence. <laughs> Kevin Durant is trying to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. Oh my god, what should I do? Um <laughs> That's great. Okay. Uh this one I will kind of have to figure out together. But um who do you, or I mean, if you feel like you already have a concrete answer, just go for it. But uh, who do you think is going to get the last spot, the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference? Oh my God, I don't even know if I can name all the Eastern Conference teams anymore. I barely pay attention to them. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you know, we, we we can do the let's say Cleveland, Boston, um, Washington, Toronto is top four. So, bada boom. 
Yeah, well, Milwaukee. Yeah, well, I was actually uh, going to throw Milwaukee in there too. Maybe like that's a top five. Maybe Milwaukee, and then that's a top five. Yeah, I think Milwaukee is going to beat out Toronto, unfortunately. Or I think Toronto is actually better than Washington. Um, anyway, who cares? Yeah. Uh, but those six, are all teams six, that seven, are like eight. will be in the playoffs. I don't. I, I have. Well, I have no idea. Sh- so you got. You got. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking kind of sh- maybe Charlotte, Miami is like six, seven. That's that's my yeah. that's my feeling. I feel like Miami maybe is a little bit overrated, but they have a like good coaching, you know, okay talent, like with Dragic and Whiteside, and um, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Um, and then 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 you got some some teams that are just like pretty deplorable. So you know, probably not going to do much. Like Indiana, Atlanta, and Chicago are kind of all openly tanking. Right. So those all those teams are trying to lose games. I, although Indiana's like we want to maybe be like, Brooklyn. Maybe Brooklyn will sneak in just because everyone else is trying to tank and they like have no reason reason to tank because they gave all of their picks until the end of time to Boston. You know, Brooklyn. I, I just I think they just don't have enough talent. But I do think there's some about Russell, like just being the best player on the team, and I think he's gonna kind of go bonkers. Like my my pick the, now that we're kind of going through the teams, yeah. Because I think New York just traded Melo. Sure, they'll have a year of Chris Stapps, but any team that doesn't have like a decent starting point guard, I think you're just kind of lost in the NBA. Like mm-hmm. you don't like it's what, such a huge fall off after six, the top six. You're it like, is. Who I, I, are these players? My, my team is Detroit. I think. It's not like a sexy oh, pick, yeah, but I think, you know, they still have like, they, they just got Avery Bradley. They got Reggie Jackson. Like they're just boring and not really good. And people are kind of done with Drummond. But if I had to like bet money, cause yeah, no way New York does it. And I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really here for the whole Philadelphia making the playoffs thing. I think that they're going to have a better year. Oh, I think they will actually. I forgot about them. Yeah. Are I you, are you will. Philly yep. eight seed? I do. I have too much talent. Woo. I think, I think they, uh, if they can stay healthy, a big if. But I really think that, I think that Australian guy, what's his name, Simmons is going to be awesome. Simmons, be really I think, is going to be amazing. Um, the, the weird thing though is like rookies, they just rarely, I guess, not so much first overall guys, but rookies often kind of like don't have a winning impact on a team. Like they show you what they can do, but then they sell a bunch of things that they're like inefficient. Yeah, but they got so much young, good players. They also have JJ Redick. They started to play. Oh, that's good. They have JJ Redick, Covington, or Covington or whatever. Um, Saric, who was pretty good last year. They still have Okafor yeah. coming off the bench. Embiid is obviously amazing. Okay. Yeah, um, they don't have, they only have to win. 40% of their games and they'll get an eighth seed. Yeah. And, and, and it, it does make you think like maybe a team like Detroit is having like, they're like six or seven games below 500 and they're like, what are we doing? And they just try and trade somebody. Yeah, exactly. Um, what are we doing? You, you know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> if your core, like even as Raptor fans, we're like, what are we doing? We're only going to be like fourth or fifth place. But if you're like, okay, this is our team, and you're like maybe going to make the playoffs in the East, it's like, okay, let's wrap it up. Um, yeah. No, I think as long as you have a shot of being in the top four, like the Raptors do, I think we're almost locked for the top four. You got to keep trying. 
I agree. I think that's just a no-brainer. Yeah, because anything can happen. And, like, sure, sometimes you get a Baca and Tucker and you still get smoked in the, in, by the Cavs. Also, ca- by do the you remember how but... shitty it was for, like, a decade? I don't want to go back there. This is way oh, more man. fun to talk about. I'm, like, like, so me and my brothers and a couple other people uh, – I used to share with Adam Christie. Um, now I share with my buddy Kieran, but we're we're seasoned seat holders, and it's like you don't understand. I was there from day one of the Barniani yeah. era. Day one, I saw Barniani every year, <laughs> multiple times a year for six or seven years. Yeah, like. I was hoping he'd become Dirk or something. I don't know. Like, yeah. it was so yeah, fucking were. awful. Like, <laughs> like it, and the, yeah, the fact that we have Lowry and people are like, fucking Lowry sucks. It's like, do you remember Barnani? <laughs> do you remember Primo Pasta? My God, it was, it was, it was really bad. <laughs> yeah, it and, was really bad. And we That's were like, what? Did, we're like, oh, oh we're that. never going to make the playoffs. <laughs> and it, we, we, we were like, Detroit is now. Yeah. We're like, oh, you gotta, you, your, your, your star player has to be able to close his mouth. If he can't close his own mouth, <laughs> yeah, he's not going totally. to I know. If, you, if he runs around like he has sleep apnea <laughs> while he's awake, <laughs> like, man. Um, and I always sympathize with him to a certain degree because where it's like, you're big, you're good at shooting, you, gotta, you take all the money you can, and like, why would you care really about this sport? But also, it's like, well, do that for somebody else, man. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I know you don't care about losing, but... Man, I come to a lot of these games. Um, that said, best trade in in in, in Raptors history. Oh, easily, easily. Like I, yeah. I, like I mean, I guess we have to go through and explore all the nuances. But like, just as far as pure value, for us to get like anything, like we got more for trading Bargnani than the Knicks got for trading Mello. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like easily. Oh, I love that. That's hand, so funny. Easily, hands down. <laughs> Um, ah, that's the best. <laughs> yeah, it's. I know, and like I remember at that point, it's like, I guess we'll just have to like buy him out or figure something out. And then it was like, Masai traded, uh, traded Bargnani f- for a bunch of stuff, and uh, yeah, James Dolan is a moron. Like after that trade, the Knicks were like, "Don't call us anymore." Mm-hmm. Like apparently the yeah. apparently well, the Knicks were like, it, "Please yeah, don't." That was not Lowry, but they were like. <laughs> No. Yeah, they turned down Lowry because they're like, uh, we don't. There's some. There's yeah. something We don't trust you. Like, <laughs> you're trying to trick us again. Yeah. <laughs> Masai is really good at fleecing teams. Mind, I think the Orlando trade's kind of okay. Um, like for like Orlando getting Terrence Ross is like, you know, for like for them getting rid of Ibaka, knowing they wouldn't resign him, all that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah. What What about the West? Yeah. Who do you think's that eight the seed? What? Eight seed in the West. AC in the West. Ooh, oh, man. So, yeah, we Hard could... Ah, jeez. Uh, let's, let, let, let's go through the staples again. So, we got, um, we got uh, Golden, some arrangement of Golden State, Houston, OKC, Spurs. So, that's one through four. Uh-huh. Um, does anyone jump out at you after that who's, like, for sure in the playoffs? In the West. Ugh. Um... I mean, I can't even think of another Western Conference team right now. I'm getting a big brain fart. Give me some teams. Yeah, so like Minnesota made a bunch of moves this year. Um, oh, they're gonna be awesome. Yeah, Butler, that, that was such a good offseason. Yeah, cow. so they got they got. I'm excited. I'm excited. They're gonna be in the playoffs for sure. Uh, right now, in my mind, they're like my fifth seed team. Um, because yeah, totally. you know they got Teague, Wiggins, 
Butler Towns, who's amazing, and then they even have like Gibson and some like role players. They don't have any shooting. Towns is awesome. Towns, Towns is amazing. Is awesome. Like, um, you know, I don't know what they to think about. They have a legit about... big three. They have a legit big three for sure. Um, there's a couple teams I don't know what to think about. Like, so Memphis, like. They just doesn't seem like they got anything. And like, I'm a big Conley fan. I'm a biggest soul fan, but you know, they're like Tony Allen. Like he's done, I think. And I know, but they'll still make the playoffs. I mean, yeah. Zebo's gone, but they'll still make, I think they'll still, they'll still, still the make. The, 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 so you got Denver is Millsap and Pelicans. I think the Pelicans are going to do something. I yeah. think Denver's toast. Um, what do you, what do you feel about like Dallas? Are they like, are they done? No. They're done. They're done. Yeah. I think the I really I think the Falcons are gonna get like eight. Yeah. Sacramento no way. Phoenix no way. Lakers no way. Um, no way. The I, best player on who's the best player on Sacramento? Zebo? Maybe. Yeah, it might be Zebo, honestly. Um He's fifty five years old. And there's also Portland and the Clippers who are leaving out. Portland's good. Yeah, Portland, I, I think I think Portland's a playoff team. So Maybe Portland, a, maybe Minnesota, Minnesota at five, and um, prob- I think Portland, Minnesota, New Orleans, and um, I hope hmm, New Orleans. That would be exciting. Maybe the Clippers, maybe. Yeah, I think that's fair. I I might replace New Orleans with Denver. Although I don't know, because I just made that point guard argument and like. I think Denver is like, are they still starting like Moutier or Murray or something? But what, what, whereas I think I expect Drew Holiday to have like a, one of those like reminder seasons where he's just been oh, yeah. injured okay. so much where people are like, oh yeah, this guy's all right. Um, and another year of Boogie and Davis, like they got to be able to, you know, they were not bad at the end of the year. So, um, yeah, but I, I think, uh, you know, I think I think maybe you won me over on New Orleans. I think it's harder for big men. It takes longer for big men to learn how to work together than for point guards. I agree. Or for you know, for backcourt. Totally, and so their their whole game. I just I just think that I think they'll be fine. They're so good. Those guys are both so bananas. Good. So good, and like you know, yeah, like they might have like very very or or you know. Cousins might have some very, very like slight inefficiencies, but it's like when you have that kind of overwhelming talent, you can figure it out. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, I feel I feel remiss to not bring up uh, what's been going on in the news recently. Uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of ways to like frame this, so I'm, I'm going to try and frame it as as far as the players you love or you care about. What what would you want them? What would you want them to say I, I about Trump? I forgot about Portland. 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 Portland should stay in there. Yeah, Portland should stay. In I there think Portland. Sure. Portland. Portland's gonna be better than at least one of those teams. Better than the Clippers. I think Clippers are out of the playoffs. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um. But yeah. So so as uh, all this kind of like Trump stuff, uh, like like we're where he's kind of like just making us talk about him, even on like sports podcasts, like so all the basketball podcasts I've been listening to, even the one, even the people who hate talking about politics, like you can really tell they never want to talk about it. 
It's like yeah. he's just like totally relevant. Like he's in the news. He, like like he's found a way to be on your TV or on your Twitter in some capacity. So well, we just live in an era where it's it, there is no question that all the athletes are black. Mm-hmm. And still, it's predominantly white country. Yeah. And middle America loves America loves sports, mm-hmm. and they're watching a lot of these black athletes. And it's an era where everyone has a voice, yeah, uh, through social media. So whereas before, you know, they, there wasn't really any way to silence these people, in or any, or, and there isn't wasn't any way to give them a voice rather. And yeah. now, now it's like. You know they can they're they're constantly out there. They're unavoidable, and they know they can get press, and they know they can defend themselves if they take a knee. They can go on Twitter and say oh, the reason why and stuff. Right. And so that's happening. And so you're just dealing with like white America for the first time coming to grips that they're watching these athletes and they're not in control of them, and it bothers them. Yeah, I think I think you really hit on something there. Control. Because I think I think people's instincts are like, uh, but I just want you to do your thing. Oh, how are you a multifaceted person who has opinions? This is not what I yeah. tune in for. And yeah, I think it's a good thing ultimately that we're kind of like seeing people express their opinions. Like you know, um, I remember when when uh, when Tim Thomas of the uh, Boston Bruins was like, I'm not going to go see Obama, and he took a lot of heat about mm-hmm. not going to the White House. But I remember yeah. at the time being like, oh, that's weird. He doesn't want to meet Obama. But at the same time, also being like, I don't know. I don't know him. I don't know his opinions. Yeah. But I mean, fair enough. He doesn't want to meet Obama. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess what I'm wrestling with is like, do you, should we expect the players we love to come out in some capacity and speak on on what Trump's doing or even just bigger picture than that should we expect them to speak on the issues that are important to us so like i i guess what i'm saying is is the stay in your lane rhetoric finally like over mm-hmm. and also I think so i i think i think it's it's i think it's for a big enough reason like people are if there is black people are getting shot and it's annoying. And if you're a black male, you have a higher risk of dying. And, and it's, and then these people are, these cops are getting off and you just see it over and over and over again. When that happens in the society, you start to think maybe it's okay. And there's less of a risk for it, like in the back of these other cops minds. And it's, it's, it's bad. It's just bad optics mm-hmm. for racial equality and, and they have to do it. You know, they have to They I would, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't think Sidney Crosby is a piece of crap for going to go to the the White House. I wouldn't go to the White House, but he is. I don't think he's wrong for wanting to go to the White House because it's also not his issue. I mean, I for me, it's like I, I, I feel like we all need to help out in this problem. Yeah, you know what I mean, or be allies or whatever the mm-hmm. verbiage is. But I also think like you can't. It's sports, dude. Like, if Sidney Crosby wants to go to the White House, that's fine. He's, there's, like, two black guys in the NHL, and he's from Canada. Like, what is he – you know, he, it's not his – he's from a different country with different problems. Any black mm-hmm. person will tell you that there's more racial – there's less racism in Canada. We don't have those problems. You know what I mean? So it's, like, completely different. Mm-hmm. 
The, yeah. mayor, the mayor of Pittsburgh said he will not go. So that's the one person. Really? Yeah, because like, you know, the mayor usually goes with the team, and he said this year, he's like, just based on what's going on, I don't think it's... You can't expect a bunch of dudes from Lethbridge, Alberta, to really comprehend race politics in America. And I just never would you expect can't. it with the way the NHL is too. It's just, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a hockey fan and yeah, for sure. They're just never making. Well, it's any it, kind for, of statement. for me. I, I saw it as an opportunity missed where they could, could make a really profound, amazing statement, but at the same time, like wasn't really surprised for, for much of the reasons that you, that, that you mentioned, Graham, where it's like, it's an issue that I think a lot of like, white people see as like not affecting them. And it would have been awesome if like, you know, he kind of took the opportunity to be like a different type of leader, but it's also sure. not really in Sid's DNA. Like he's like, you no. know, he's a classic boring, um, speak when spoken to hockey player, you know? Um, yeah, he's, 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 that's one of the problems hockey has is it's like, one of the reasons that makes Canada beautiful and one of the reasons why hockey hasn't grown in America is because we have, we're, 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 we're classy, quiet people. We're not braggadocious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's got, we make for very boring interviews. Yeah. Yeah, like for sure. A, he's a robot. He's a hockey robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think he's <laughs> right. I don't know if he, he does. He, you think you can discuss literature with him? <laughs> you know probably not i mean i hope i'm wrong and like maybe he'll like he'll uh he'll get in my dms and be like do you want to talk about dostoevsky because yeah. yeah. i have some fucking opinions on brothers karamazov and he, i'd be like okay sorry sir i just um, read it. he uh, listens to podcasts about coyotes so fair enough <laughs> how to track them or whatever yeah. uh, okay that's cool um <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I I got so many feelings going on because, like, you know, it's often like politics. I, I always want po- uh, politics, and like, I always feel like for a lot of athletes, there's like big opportunity. Like, I love when Steve, I love when Steve Nash wore the like, you know, uh, stop going to Iraq T-shirt, and the, the guys wore the I can't breathe T-shirts. And I think you know, there's a lot of opportunity to speak to people who like, because part of sports is is escapism. And I think there's like value in taking some of that escapism away where it's kind of like, Hey, I know you're just trying to escape, but guess what? This affects everyone. And it's so serious that you can't escape. I'm saying something to you. I like that. But at the same time, wanting everyone to be that person is not exactly fair. And I think, you know, I agree. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's, it's almost like I would have like went, I would have been super happy if, Sid did something, but like you said, there's all these different degrees of separation and it's much more different if, you know, if you're at, if you're one of the sports being attacked. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever we're, we're, uh, we're, we're comedians and stuff. We're, we're, we're uh, developing opinions on this and, and, and that sort of thing. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, we're learning and yeah. shit. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm reading as much as I, as I can. And, I'm, I uh, went to one year of college, so, um, and it was comedy school, but yeah, so, uh, but no, yeah, I just feel, I, 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 I guess like the, the reason I felt like I had to bring it up is cause, uh, I, I'm kind of getting the feeling that everyone feels like they need to, to bring up Trump and how he's affecting their sport. Well, yeah. Like you can't ignore the guy, yeah. like, and you can't ignore what he says and, and other people can't ignore him either. Yeah. I mean, you can. Yeah, you, sorry, can. you, you can I mean, try. You really can't ignore it. It really doesn't matter. Just watch the game. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's still they they still play the game. Just don't let. I mean, if you're upset about people kneeling, just, just skip it. I know that, that that's you know I mean? thrown me a couple times but with, with people being like, um, "Oh, I can't watch the game now. These guys are kneeling." It's like, wait a minute, that's not in the game. Like, no, like the ball. Like, I'm pretty sure a punt is what starts off a football game. You know what like I mean? Direct like, TV here gave back money for a lot of to a lot of people. Really? Wow. Yeah, they refunded people. Isn't that garbage? That is wow. absolute trash. Like, if I. If I tune into a game, any game, um, and it's the anthems, I immediately tune out. Mm-hmm. I always have. I always will. I find it kind of boring. Or it's I so mean, boring. It's so stupid. There shouldn't be anthems. That's the time to like grab a beer or like go pee. You know what I mean? It's just like it's like like all the anthem ever tells me is that the game is like five or six minutes away from starting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's literally how I use it. If I walk into an arena. And the anthem's playing. I'm like, oh shit! I'm gonna go grab a drink, or like popcorn. Yeah. I'm go or do or check my phone. I'm not even kidding. Like, like I'm like this. There's this. This allows me time to do other things. Yeah, it's fun when calamity happens though. Like when the Vancouver Canucks anthem singer was skating around the ice and tripped on the red carpet. Is that the opera guy? (laughs) That guy. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, if they jazzed it up a bit, like. Yeah. And he yeah. got up and fell. It was one of the best things ever. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that guy. Thanks for bringing that memory back into my life. Oh, yeah, he bails. It wasn't there. Wasn't there a girl who fell like three up times? And he slips again. He's like, up, up. <laughs> yeah, you didn't miss a beat. What a pro! And is there a girl that fell like three times? Yeah, I think so. But this guy was like from the. I, I thought I was watching The Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. He has like a he has like an opera mullet, didn't he? Yeah, he has yeah. really long hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god, I was so proud of his skating ability. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, he like burst yeah, he onto the proud. ice. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, hit that rug and went right. Like, down. You, you know what's funny though? Like we always laugh at people who bail during <laughs> hockey games. I'd I'd crack my head open. You know what I mean? I wouldn't just fall. I'd be like, you'd see blood kind of like oozing out. Like, like yeah. that, I, I would fall so bad. It would be horrendous. Um, so kudos to him. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I think, I think it's going to wrap up the pod, Graham. But before we go, um, you and another uh, super hilarious sports fanatic, Alex Pavone, uh, just started your, you just launched your podcast yesterday, right? Yeah, we just launched it yesterday. It's called Friends and Sports. Sweet. And, uh, we talk about everything, and it's Alex Pavone and me, and we're both Canadian, but we live in New York, and we waste our time looking at sports. So of like, course. I probably imagine what you guys did, and we're like, we might as well make a podcast about it. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what we did. <laughs> um, so yeah. is, are, do you cover like like the four major sports, or are you like, hey, man, we're sports, big we MLS fans? Whatever's happening, whatever, whatever sort of happened that week, it's more of like a weekly roundup. Okay. And uh, we've been just in. Uh, he's got uh, Alex has got a gambling problem that we're monitoring, which is hilarious. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> no, that's yeah. good. Yeah. We we, we bet the over under on our scheme. Pods. He's got a new gambling scheme. Oh and yeah. We're, gonna, we're interviewing a lot of uh, of our friends in the stand ups in the comedy scene in New York and in uh, Toronto and in L A. So we got uh, Joe List coming out next week. Very very funny stand up comedian. Cool. Opens for Louis C K. Oh, that's yeah, that's it. Cool. Right on. And, you, and you already have four episodes out, right? Yeah, four, four episodes out. Someone told us that you got to like 
throw a bunch out first so people can like binge them. So we did. Yep. Oh, that's fair. Is there, do you guys have a, a website or do you, can we find you on iTunes or what? It's on iTunes, Friends and Sports, and on SoundCloud. Just look for Friends and Sports. Okay. Friends and Sports. Friends and Beautiful. Sports. Beautiful. And uh, I guess you're in New York, but uh, if anyone's in New York, do you got any shows coming up you want to plug? Well, yeah, I'm regularly at the stand in New York City. I'm there about four or five times a week. So you want to hit up my, uh, if you're coming to New York, hit me up. Um, I'm, uh, and people I'm, can crash your place. I put my schedule right? up at, uh, comedy by the com. Cool. Awesome. Sweet. Well, yeah. uh, thanks dude. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I had a lot of fun. Good times. Yeah. Um, the look at that purdle character. That purdle guy's good. Yeah. We'll, 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 uh, we'll find purdle. We'll tell him to do one curl a day. <laughs> okay. Please. All right. Thanks buddy. <laughs> All right, thank you. There it is. Uh, this has been the Confederacy of Dunks. We're go to dunkspodcast.com and we've got all our iTunes, Stitcher, whatever else you like to listen to links there. Give us a rating if you can, that'd be great. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on our next uh, episode and season five starts when the season starts. We'll see you then.